0: It's time for the main event of your day. We're here with another awards episode. It's the end of February, and you know what time it is. It's time for our Unexpected Wrestling Awards show. What's up, everybody? I'm Dustin. And I'm Chriselle. And we are here to bring you guys our awards show. Chriselle, our second one of the year, January awards show, was hot. Better than the Oscars, the Emmys, whatever awards show you can think of. And we're coming even better in the month of February. How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling better than the KCAs. The Kids. KCAs. The Kids' Choice Awards.
0: Yes, indeed. We are here with another awards episode. Of course, guys, before we get rolling, make sure you like, follow, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, do all of that good stuff that we know and love that you all like to do for us. And of course, keep interacting.
1: Keep interacting. We love it so much. And from the last awards show that we've had, we've had so many new followers. And all those things. So if this is the first award show that you're actually listening to, welcome, stay tuned, get comfortable, enjoy with us. You can argue in the DMs if you want to, just keep it respectful.
0: Yeah, of course. Like We encourage you guys to disagree with us. We come up with these awards, our nominees, and this, that, and the other, but this time, we did things a little bit different. We took nominations as well as from you guys. So if you looked at our story, we were able to get some nominations from you guys for certain award categories. So you all will be incorporated in our awards for really the first, time ever so we can't wait for that and right before we hop into our awards I did want to give the results of our making the case episode it was our first time ever doing something like that a debate styled episode and we did Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins Chriselle had Roman Reigns I had Seth Rollins and we had to argue for who was better we went through three different categories including impact in ring ability and achievements so if you guys haven't already checked it out make sure you guys go check out that award not awards episode I'm sorry make sure you guys go check out that making the case episode so that you can, you know, form your own opinion on who won, but the results are in. and And we we have our results we
1: did post this and so you know there's a lot of people that might have voted without listening to the episode so this is just an opinionated poll
0: yes this is opinionated it's not a hundred percent based on the episode so go listen to the episode to form your own opinion however based on the poll that we put out Seth Rollins has won he racked in 690 votes Roman Reigns brought in 380 votes that's a 64 to 36 percent victory for Seth Rollins from the people from the people so the people think that Seth Rollins is better you can have your own opinion go check out that making the case episode you will find it right on our page like wherever you're listening to just scroll down really like what at this point maybe one or two episodes and it'll be right there for you to take a listen take a listen form your own opinion but without further ado Chriselle let's hop into our awards and we're here we're always gonna start on a high note the best match of the month and like I said guys just before we even start me and Chriselle took some nominations from you guys but also we incorporated our own so our best match of the month we have three nominees and an honorable mention that will get to but our three nominees are hangman adam page versus lance archer on the february 9th AEW dynamite mjf versus cm punk on the february 2nd AEW dynamite and charlotte flair versus naomi on the february 11th smackdown and then chriselle did you want to say your honorable mention
1: and our honorable mention that i really just felt inclined to include is the women's chamber match because i do think they showed out and that's one that i am taking with me out of this month
0: fair enough so that's our honorable mention we wanted to give some love to that women's chamber but but diving into our best match, we got those three nominees, Chriselle.
1: But you know, before we say too much, we gotta let them know that the Hangman versus Archer was the one that got nominated the most.
0: Yes, yes, that was the that's one that people's choice. That was the one that that was <laughs> definitely the people's choice, and it was also um, personally one of my choices that I nominated when me and Chriselle had our pre meeting. So let's start there. We're gonna go match by match, one by one, talk about all three one by one, and then we'll come together and figure out which one is the best. So let's start with Hangman versus Archer. I think that this match was fantastic. It was a fifteen minute bloodbath which is exactly what it should have been. It was a Texas death match. So I don't want to have a Texas death match and not see blood. I don't want to have a Texas death match and not think, oh my God, this man is injured. He just died. There was a ton of great spots. Archer threw Hangman on top of the steel steps. The buckshot lariat by using the referee and throwing Archer through two tables. The barbed wire wrapped around Hangman's arm trying to pummel Archer. I mean, it was a fantastic match.
1: There was a lot to take away. And not only was it just like two larger men going at it, they're both very athletic and there's a lot of acrobats. Not It's not high-flying in that sense, however, but there was still more than that typical big man versus big man type of match. So I did enjoy, and like you said, the barbed wire situation. And I got to watch this, I think I had mentioned this in another episode, with people that don't watch wrestling. So it was, on on a non-wrestling watching side, it was a scary match.
0: Yeah, no, it was a very good match. I think it exceeded expectations, because Hangman had had the matches against Danielson. He had when he fought Kenny Omega, he had fought those technical wrestlers. So now you're throwing him into a guy who is, nah, I'm just out here to try to murder you. How does Hangman respond? And I think he responded phenomenally and the match itself was great.
1: And Hangman is no, he's not new to this section of awards. Last month he did win best match. So will he win again?
0: Who knows? But we're going to move on to our second match. That was our first nominee. Our second match was MJF versus CM Punk from the February 2nd AEW Dynamite. So AEW had two really good Dynamite matches in back-to-back weeks. This match for me, Chris o, was amazing. <laughs> I, I thoroughly love this match. If we're just talking the moves, cool, whatever, There was the Pepsi plunge and everything, but I think the story of the match for this was better than any of the moves performed. MJF, technically speaking, beat CM Punk twice in Chicago, of all places. He cheats to win. He, I, I mean, the story with Wardlow coming down with the dynamite diamond ring and MJF using the ring, what they've been able to do since then, which we're going to jump into a little bit later on in these awards, how do you feel about... About MjF versus CM Punk.
1: I think it's exactly what you said. I think it's a very encompassing match. It was the storytelling. It was in that nature, and then we got to see the uh, what you say, uh, the Pepsi Plunge for the first time in a very long. I think time. I think it was
0: fifteen years, but don't get me wrong. It was at least a decade. It was at, at least at least a, a decade.
1: Yeah, and and it's one of those matches where yeah, CM Punk is a little bit older, but it's one of those feel good. It's a longer match. It was everything. It that was we, very long. It was everything that we were waiting for. This, even though I think I had said again, <laughs> if you guys listen to episodes, I'm sorry if I'm. repeating myself but it felt like there was so much build toward this that you weren't ready for it to like it luckily it wasn't their last match so good um however in quality in comparison to that first match I don't think it was the same caliber Hmm. but because it had all those other elements it was a really good match and there was two wins yeah there was two wins (laughs) I I
0: think I think would qualify this match to be in our best match and you know we'll eliminate a little bit here in a second but I think what qualifies it is the story aspect of the match the moves are great and they had a really great match in ring like you weren't bored for 40 minutes it was fantastic I mean CM Punk like took MJF in the crowd and was beating him up letting the crowd hit him a little bit that was so awesome but the story behind it and what transpired inside of the match is what qualifies it and then our last nominee is Charlotte Flair versus Naomi from the February 11th Smackdown man this match was really good <laughs> like it was really really good these women showed out I mean Naomi is always fantastic but I think she's criminally underrated Charlotte Charlotte Flair. No matter how you feel about her, you cannot you cannot deny her in ring ability. These two women showed out, and even though the result was never in doubt, I think they still made you believe, which I think is a key aspect of a wrestling match. These
1: both these wrestlers are great performers. Also, it's been a long time since Naomi has had a match that you care about. Like you right. know that it's not going to be two seconds, the one and done. Naomi gets screwed over in one way or another by Sonya Deville. This was a good match, and it like we talk about all the time. Like there's certain wrestlers that after a certain period of time you start to doubt whether these wrestlers can go in the ring what kind of co- quality they can give in the ring however i've never doubted that for naomi however i know at this point the way she's been booked people are stout- starting to doubt her and i think this is a beautiful way to remind people who the heck naomi is and we're starting to see a little bit more of that especially following this match she is a very eligible contender for these kind of matches
0: yeah i, I think that naomi can really put on these matches he's just not always putting the opportunities to charlotte flair is in I, I won't lie, eight times out of ten, I'm not going to say nine, but eight times out of ten, Charlotte Flair does deliver in terms of the matches that she puts on.
1: It's definitely dependent on whether or not she likes the person yeah. that she's going against, but they have great in-ring chemistry yeah. that made this match great.
0: Yeah, like I said, the only thing that holds this match back for me is it was a rematch. It was a rematch. They had fought, I think, maybe one or two weeks before that, so it was a rematch. And then also the aspect of it was very hard for me to pull myself to believe that Naomi could win this match, only because of the fact that Ronda Rousey had just won the Rumble and challenged Charlotte Flair. Would they ever in their wildest imagination put the belt on Naomi at that point? I don't think they would do that. Um. So, let's, let's hop into all three of them. Where are you leaning after we've, you know, given each and everyone their shine, respectfully? Where are you leaning?
1: Quality and storytelling, MJF versus CM Punk. Just quality in ring. I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know why these people are fighting. I know nothing about them hangman versus archer Mm -hmm. would be that match Mm -hmm. now as far as just a biased opinion it would be flair versus naomi so i think in in, in the sense i do think flair naomi would be the first one off this list
0: okay so i definitely understand that so i I think you have to look at it in two ways right do you go for the match that you had context for like you understand it in context or is it the match that there was no context behind this but holy crap what the heck for me i it's hard for me to take off my context glasses because i do have context going into it so personally i'm leaning mj Versus CM Punk, but I mean, this is probably as close as a best match category for me has been. This
1: is making this is close enough that's making me think that maybe we should incorporate a storyline award, like which one has the best storyline throughout that month. Maybe, uh, maybe, some of them are longer, and I think something with MJF and CM Punk it does still deserve its spot. However, mm. I I don't know. I do think
0: that you think Hank- the better match was Hangman and Archer. I do. Okay, and, and you know what? I, I'm not gonna argue that because for me it was 51 49. So if you feel that way, I'm okay with it. So guys, we're gonna go with our best match match being hangman adam page versus lance archer on the february 9th aew dynamite and i just want to say hangman adam page has been incorporated in our two best matches of the month so far like he won january with danielson and now he wins february with lance archer so shout out to hangman but without further ado we're gonna hop into our worst match but we're, re- we're revamping it this month guys because this month there wasn't any like outright bad matches
1: and we saw a very common theme in our nominations. So again we are for the people we are here for you guys we want to build a community it's everything about you guys you know we're nothing without y'all so of course you guys have to be incorporated into this one so for this month we have changed worst match to the worst rematch run because all the nominations that we saw multiple of were just something commenting on a rematch of this a rematch of that so we have four nominees for you guys we have the street profits versus dirty dogs we have Aliyah versus natalia we have rhea ripley versus Nikki Ash, and we have Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Now, Dustin, feel all these things we see this week in and week out. Some of them has been forced down our throats more than others. Which one? Not even just which one to win. Which one do you think is more forced down us that you do not want to see anymore?
0: Oh, like if I if I had a choice, like do not give it to me ever again. Yes, Drew and Madcap. Okay, I I think Drew and Madcap. In terms of rematches and rematches, they fought. I want to say this: they've had three or four matches in the last three or four weeks almost it, it, or at least it's felt like that
1: and which one do you think hasn't been pushed to the point you're like ah, i could probably do one more if i absolutely had to choose one of these which one is hasn't been as pushed in your opinion
0: man that's rough see, so that gets hard because i feel like they all have um i think it was our friend golden k25 nominated this one but street profits versus dirty dogs i could see it again based on the pure fact that i just want to see montez ford do a frog splash so <laughs> i know that sounds crazy um but like that is the redeemable quality of that match that I don't think any of these other ones have based yeah. on the nominations. I
1: agree. Street Profits versus Dirty Dogs. All those people in those rings. All four of them have amazing capabilities that they have a way to make it seem that you're not seeing the same four moves over and over and over again. That it's like okay fine whatever. I Even though it, it this-
0: probably is the same four moves over. <laughs> no, but it's th- done in a way. It's
1: for them. It's like eight. It's like yeah, eight yeah, different yeah. moves. <laughs> um, For me personally the one that I don't want to see anymore. I want to see them go on and do other things because I'm tired of it and I think whatever. I'll, I'll get into it once I Say it, Aaliyah versus Natalia. Natalia, I don't really think there's a spot for her right now. However, however, uh with Aaliyah, there is still so much that she needs to do, and so many other. I think I don't. There's only so much that she can learn from Natalia. I do think she still is very green. However, doing the same few tropes isn't going to make her any better. And she, mm. I, I, I just don't want to see it anymore.
0: No, so I, I definitely agree with you. Um, in terms of the, like the worst rematch, right? So I, I don't want to see Drew and Madcap anymore. But I think I would go Aaliyah and Natalia for this. Category personally, because there hasn't been much to the matches. At least with Drew and Madcap, they've given it 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, five minutes here. Madcap gets slammed on the crown of his head and almost dies. You know, at least there's been something to those matches. I already said what I had to say about the Street Profits and Dirty Dogs, and then Rhea and Nikki. At least it's making Rhea look good, right? Like, it's a
1: placeholder for Rhea. Yeah.
0: So, Aliyah and Natalia, I'm like, there's nothing redeemable about these matches. They're two to three minutes in length. If that, I, I think that when Aliyah, did the leah 317 thing and she pinned her super fast i really think that should have been the end of it however you know wwe likes to go in drag circles, and and circles.
1: Drag and drag. yeah
0: so <laughs> for me there's nothing redeemable everything else i named with every other match i can name at least something even drew and madcap which i'm tired of at least they're giving those matches time
1: i would also argue that drew versus madcap their matches have gotten better i i'm not excited to watch them however when i do watch them i do think they have been better than when they started off
0: right so i, I think we're in agreement here our winner of the worst rematch run is Aaliyah versus Natalia I hope we don't see it again I don't think we will anytime soon because they're now incorporating zaya Lee in with Natalia um so with that being said I don't think we will but you know crazier things have happened who knows what's gonna happen so that's our worst rematch run and we're moving on to the best promo award and we had some nominations for this but it, it really came down to about two or three and me and Chriselle have also added in our own uh nomination for this but thank you guys also for for interacting with this one because we we were in between on this one. So, Chriselle, I'll let you introduce the nominees and then we can go one by one.
1: The first one we have, I'm calling it the I Am WrestleMania promo, which was Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar last night when we're recording this on February 25th, signing their contract for their WrestleMania unification match. Number two, we have MJF's promo on February 23rd on Dynamite, where he cried. <laughs> And then for the last one, we have Eddie Kingston versus Jericho on February 23rd as well on Dynamite. Lots of promos. And Dustin, I'll let you go ahead and give your honorable mention.
0: Oh, yeah. So the honorable mention for this, like we had it for the best match. I also want to do an honorable mention here. It's not in contention, of course. But our honorable mention is the Danielson and Mox uh, promos that they've kind of had throughout the month. I don't just want to single out one, but throughout the month, it has made me insanely interested in a Danielson dojo, whatever you want to call it. It has made me so interested in their matchup revolution, which I think could steal the show um everything incorporating danielson saying i don't need this chair to make you bleed uh don't be surprised if you're the only one bleeding moxley saying i don't fight with anyone unless i've bled with them first I, 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 everything incorporating that it, it's been fantastic maybe we do need to incorporate a storyline because that has been my favorite storyline going um but yeah i just want to give an honorable mention to that it's not a contention guys but it is an honorable mention
1: it is a draw that promo itself is a draw I you want oh, to know what's going on with them absolutely
0: I, I, i'm so interested in it i'm so oh gosh i don't even want to start. But let's go one by one like we did with the best match. I don't think we should have done it for worst match so, which is good. We didn't do <laughs> it. But uh be- best promo, I do want to go one by one and then come back together because I think that was fun. Um, So for our best promo, the I Am WrestleMania promo. I think this was Roman Reigns. It happened last night, mind you, at the time of recording. So it's utterly fresh in our brains but I think this was Roman Reigns at his best. And I don't think he's been at his best since maybe October. I, I think this was the Roman Reigns that I have been missing.
1: This is the best promo since the missionary every oh, single yeah night you're
0: talking july <laughs> and august wow yeah yeah
1: but i also the part that i enjoy about this one and i obviously a uh, people online have also enjoyed about it this happened last night and mind you we posted our nominations yesterday about 12 noonish but multiple people went back to nominate this one even though it happened last night the fact that this one already had a, like a handful of nominations and it happened last night and people had already saw this and they went they took the time to come back and right. nominate this one i feel like it speaks volumes on this promo itself yeah
0: roman reigns was at his best this cameraman Is mine. These commentators, they're mine. That WrestleMania sign is mine. These people are mine because they acknowledge me. I'm like, yo, this is the Roman Reigns that we've been missing. That egomaniac who, you know, he's expressed it in some of his actions, but he hasn't come forward and his presence hasn't been felt in so long. And I feel like that egomaniac side of Roman, that, hey, I need to do whatever I need to do to maintain my spot that we really haven't seen since Jey Uso feud, like almost a year and some change ago. It was so great. I loved everything about it. MJF promo on dynamite so funny enough i think the roman promo was one of the best wwe promos in a while i think the mjf promo on dynamite was one of the best aew promos in a while and i don't think either could have worked in the other company no you know what i mean like they worked for their company and it was perfect they were perfect mjf promo i loved it i think it was fantastic because a big part of a promo to me is making me feel right like I always talk about I want to feel I want to feel I want to feel MAF's ability to have people saying shut the f up chanting that before he even starts to they're cheering him by the end of the promo this is MJF we're talking about. Arguably the biggest heel in wrestling. People hate MJF and they're cheering him by the end of the promo. He's crying. He's talking about CM Punk. He walked out on everybody. You walked out on me, a little Jewish boy who was getting bullied and looked up to you. He's pulling on actual personal things that are actually backed up by old posts and actual facts. He's like, I dropped out of school to be a wrestler because you inspired me and then you walked out. I was getting quarters thrown at me, rolls of quarters thrown at me because I was a nerdy wrestling kid. Like, you Yo, MJF made people believe that he could actually be a babyface against CM Punk of all people. It was masterfully done. It was, you know, quote unquote a little over the top if you want to say that, but the Roman thing was over the top. So, it's that's a, what, what they're supposed promo, to be, right? <laughs> and like to me, like the best part of the MJF promo was CM Punk walking down. CM Punk is like, "Is all that true?" Looking like, "Dang, what the heck?"
1: With his hand in a fist. Like, right. "I don't really trust you. Is this real? Yes right. or no?"
0: And then MJF says nothing and the tear flows down his eye. And he gets out the ring. Oh my gosh! It was it was perfect.
1: The thing that made me laugh was that tear. The cameraman was super into that tear, and I have made the comment: the WWE, whenever there's like a just a drop of blood, the cameraman's like, mm-hmm. get it, get that drop, right. get that drop, get that drop. And that's seeing the same thing, but with that singular alligator tear right. come down.
0: But but and last thing before we move on to the Eddie Kingston one, uh, the MJF promo for me, what really drew me in was the fact that he still was MJF at the end. By the end of it, though, you know, even throughout the promo, he was still MJF. Which is really great because he was like saying all these things and he was making you feel sympathetic for him. But he was like, but I'm Maxwell Jacob Freeman and I'm better than you. And you know it. And it's like, you're still MJF in there. You didn't betray who you are to deliver this promo, but you got my sympathy. But you told us
1: your origin story and I like this. This is the villain origin story that we were waiting for. Someone (laughs)
0: compared it to Syndrome from The Incredibles. Like my hero walked out on me. So now I'm going to be a super villain and I'm going to be a terrible person and an irredeemable human being. And it's like, God, that's good stuff. (laughs) <laughs> That's good stuff. He did it in a way that it wasn't corny. So shout out to MJF for his promo. But Chriselle, you were very adamant about this Eddie Kingston and Jericho. one. so I want to let you take the floor for this. What's going on with it? After the
1: your explanation of the MJF promo, I almost I want to slide it immediately. <laughs> I, get it, like I get it. Like an honorable mention. I get it. But my my thing with this promo wasn't necessarily anything Jericho said. Jericho, for me, I don't I didn't care. He wants to call everybody that isn't white <laughs> a common street thug. That's just his go to. If you're a young Hispanic person, you're, you're like Eddie Guerrero. (laughs) so like his promos are the same in that case it's very one-sided however eddie kingston kind of pushing those buttons of like you're old give me the give me the old guy like give Mm -hmm. me give me old you not the old man now like everything that he said in that sense was like yeah yeah i don't i don't know too much about kingston himself like i i just i'm he he's just coming back to aew and everything so i haven't gotten enthralled in him and everything in his greatness however this makes me really excited to love eddie man and i know that but i so this itself for me has made me want to learn more about him and Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this feud.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Eddie Kingston and Jericho one was really good. I mean, Eddie Kingston said a lot of great stuff. He was like, "I don't want the one that fought Orange Cassidy. I want the one that bled. I want the one that beat Rock and Austin in the same night. I want the Jericho that Levesque hated." Like Eddie Kingston's great. Eddie Kingston's great. People love Eddie Kingston. It was a fantastic promo.
1: And he's like, and also in the beginning when he was talking about, "like I'll fight you for real. I'll actually fight you. Like we could have this match, or I could fight you for real. You choose." Because I just don't like you, and that that's like that that yeah. hate. I like that. It's that, that real yeah, stuff. It's, that, a, it's yeah. a
0: sense of realism to it. And I mean, even Eddie Kingston saying like, you better give me that Jericho of old that, you know, beat Rockin' Austin because I will eat you alive. And I looked at him I was like, huh, I believe it. I, <laughs> I believe he would eat Jericho alive. And I, I think Eddie Kingston needs to win at Revolution, but we'll probably do a Revolution Predictions type of thing later on. But we're at the end of these promos. Three utterly fantastic promos. I think that it's funny. I think the front half of the month was fantastic for matches, but I think the back half of the month was... Fantastic for promos. Agreed.
1: agreed. Um,
0: So, with that being said, we got the I am WrestleMania promo from Roman, the MJF promo on Dynamite, and then the Eddie Kingston and Jericho promo on Dynamite. Where are you leaning? Because I, oh man, these are some great promos.
1: I I know we have to take it month by month, but because I'm comparing the MJF promo to the January MJF promo, I don't think it's the same. I didn't feel as like it was, I didn't connect with it as much. Wow, really? Um, Yeah. Wow. Like hindsight, maybe, but I I would just, when I was watching it, I was like, I go, okay like i i don't know it just didn't do something for me because i think i already had like such high standards for the other one that that one got me i was like okay you're just gonna get me so i think i've just been desensitized in wow. that sense wow. whereas the uh, i am wrestlemania promo it's something that i'm going to remember and it's i, I guess short and sweet so it's obviously easier to remember i kind of i'm going with that one
0: wow so um, i'm going
1: with the people the people's
0: choice <laughs> well the, whoa, 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 whoa. the people actually nominated the mjf promo they too. also yeah they, they, nom- they it was it was actually pretty even in terms of nominating I don't know exactly how many nominations each one got, but it was pretty even. I personally am leaning towards the MJF one, and I broke down and agreed with you for the Hangman and Archer match. I think MJF needs to walk out of here with something. No, I think- <laughs> He's leaving here with something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, MJ, I think I'm. Um, I think that one's completely fine. I think as far as in the sense of what a promo should be and everything, I think that promo got us, still continue to keep us right. excited for that CM Punk stuff. However, the WrestleMania promo only made us more excited for Roman Reigns itself not necessarily the right, match so because right. of that i agree with you yeah. the mjf promo against cm punk will win this yeah. one
0: the mj mjf's ability to literally have people online saying is he a babyface?" if you know anything about mjf you know how ridiculous that is that's like for our wwe fans who don't watch aw that is literally like roman reigns cutting a promo and you're like oh crap he's a babyface again like it's like what the heck so mjf is the winner of our best promo award
1: he's our two-time winner because he won last month as well yeah so
0: hangman and mjf are dominating some categories which is awesome we are transitioning into our wrestler of the month it was an interesting month for our wrestlers we got four nominees number one Becky Lynch we got MJF Brock Lesnar and we got Roman Reigns you guys sent us some nominations of Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar MJF and Becky Lynch so these are all incorporating you guys nominations here so someone's gonna be very happy by the end of this award Chriselle what do you got we're gonna go person by person but overarching thoughts on these four nominees
1: Becky Lynch has had a really great month in in sense intense of her matches mm-hmm. on the mic, everything is. She's been more fresh than she has been. She's been a little stale beforehand. Now this month, I think she looks really good. She's had that amazing match with Lita. She's retained, and I, I don't know. It's, she brings that flair that we do still need, and it's more than whatever else is going on as far as like the female department on WWE side. That I think she's great. I don't think she is pushed because the, the whole point of this award, right? It's not supposed to be the top people in this company. It's the people that deserve their flowers and their recognition that they're not getting from. From their company. And I think right now Becky is doing all those things that she should be doing. Yeah.
0: So starting at Becky, I-, I agree with you there. I think Becky has been as fresh as she has been. I haven't loved her heel run that she's been on since she came back. I thought it's been kind of corny and very cheesy with the things she's been doing. However, really starting post Rumble was when I was kind of like, okay, Becky, like I can get behind it. The Lita stuff was fun. You know, it showed a different side of her character that a little bit more insecurity and looking up to her idols and things. I think that was fun. And then I think the what one or two weeks that we've had in terms of the Becky and Bianca stuff. It's been really good so far. I really enjoyed it. I'm thoroughly ins- excited for that match. Provided they do the right thing, Bianca needs to go over. But I'm thoroughly excited. I'm super excited. Becky has been doing the best work of her heel run this month. And I've loved everything since really the Rumble with Becky. So I agree with you there. Let's transition to MJF here. I've said a lot already about MJF. He's been all over our awards show today. I don't think there's much that be said that hasn't been said, but he's had a fantastic match. He has Cut probably the best promo. You know, we can argue it all. No, day. we
1: no it, it is. It is the best promo. We, we, we uh, you we know agreed based it. on no, our awards. That's, that's all the, the ma- best. That's month. all yeah. that matters. That's all that matters. What are you talking about? That's it, it. Is the best because we said it's the best. Yeah,
0: he cut the best promo of the month. I mean, everything involving the CM Punk stuff has been great. Even the little tidbits with the Wardlow stuff is still you know being dabbled around with MJF and Wardlow. MJF has been fantastic. I don't want to keep saying the same points. Anything you got to say about MJF?
1: Nothing fresh. With, we've been talking about him since the beginning of the show. So. That's that's fine.
0: Yeah. So MJF is deservedly. If, if you've listened to the episode, you know he deserves to be here. If you need proof, here. just go
1: back to the last few minutes of what we were talking about. Just MJF in general. He's the guy.
0: He's been fantastic, and he got a great win. So twice. Exactly. Twice. Three exactly. Times? No, he, no, he's only won twice. Oh twice. yeah,
1: because we're waiting for the other match, right? Right, right. right?
0: Yeah, I think he'll win in Revolution too. But another. Point. So our third one wrestler of the month, Brock Lesnar. You can't fault it. Whether you love what they've been doing with the booking or not, Brock has shown dominance, and he's been. Been great on the mic as well, honestly.
1: And our last award show did not include the Royal Rumble. So in the Royal Rumble, he won the Royal Rumble, if you've missed out. And since then, he's kind of just been a terror to all the men's, like the men's division at WWE in general. And he has been the, the government clone. He's been more, he's been on the shows. He's been cutting promos. And he's just kind of been happy-go-lucky, mean dude.
0: Yeah, I think Brock has been really good. There's a lot that, you know, we may not agree with with the booking. But if we're looking at this, you know, just looking at what he's accomplished and how he's been in terms of matches and also his promos. He's been fantastic. However, because
1: of the terms of our awards, I think Brock has already gotten his flowers and he's- I think so too. He also got a lot of hate, so um, I'm- whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So our last one is, of course, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. We already talked about his promo. He had the second best promo this month. He's been really good though. He's been on a good tear. I know a lot of people didn't love his match against Goldberg at Elimination Chamber. We've talked about it at length on the podcast. I think it fulfilled- purpose Roman got a quick win against a legend who can make him quote unquote look a little bit stronger heading into his match with Brock. That's what it was supposed to be. There was no insane botches. Everything was fine. So he got a title defense. He, if we incorporate the Royal Rumble pay-per-view at the end of the month last month, he won at the Rumble. So well no he did well and technically he won. He retained his title. You know, if you want to get into all technical yeah yeah if you want to get technical. But then like I said he cut his best promo in a while and I think that promo was the best promo in WWE all year. So I think that alone can qualify him for it. But he's continued to show dominance. I think he's had a good month. And you guys really were pushing for Roman Reigns, wrestler of the month. So he's definitely in consideration.
1: He definitely is, but I think he gets the same trope as Brock Lesnar, where he is a protected dude. He has his flowers. I don't I don't feel the need to give him any extra flowers.
0: I understand that totally. It's not like
1: he's on a come-up or anything. Like he's kind of just stayed there. He's been a little bit stale. He has a small come up as far as like being fresh, but I don't I don't really see anything special with it.
0: Okay, so let's have some fun with this award. Let's have some fun with it. We're gonna rank him. Okay. We're gonna rank him. Of course, number one will still be the winner, but let's rank him. I think it'll be fun. So I think at number four is Roman Reigns I mean, in yeah. terms of the month. Uh, this is not, of course, guys. Is not, of course, there in ring performance and stuff like that. We're just saying of this month, who was the best? I think Roman Reigns is in fourth. I would go Brock Lesnar in third. At three, I think Brock had a really good month in terms of booking wise and what he's done. But I think the two people ahead of him had better. Month. And then at number two, Becky Lynch, and at number one, MJF. I, I honestly think so. I think Becky had a really good month, and I know there's going to be people out there that are like, "Oh, you guys are not giving any credit to WWE." Shoot, three of them were nominated. Some of them, like we nominated some of these people ourselves. I can't deny how good a month MJF had. If you don't know anything about MJF, look at his last month starting from February 2nd. Just start from February 2nd up until today's date of, what is it today? February 26th, 27th, whatever it is. Go look at his last month. He has been fantastic. So, with that being said, I think MJF deserves this wrestler of the month. This is the MJF Awards, and I'm totally fine with it because he's been awesome. I agree. He's been awesome. So, at number 4, Roman Reigns. At number 3, Brock Lesnar. At number 2, Becky Lynch, and it's closer than you think. And then at number 1, MJF.
1: It's so close. Shout it's out to Becky, so man. Becky. Shout out to Becky. Oh. And I, I haven't
0: loved her, but shout I, out. I
1: had my honorable mention of Rhea Ripley unofficially that I'm adding right now because she's also been showcased very well this past month. However, she hasn't had anything to really show for it and because she doesn't get her flowers on WWE, so that's this is just me saying I love Rhea for all, any chance I get.
0: <laughs> right. So that is our Wrestler of the Month, and we're transitioning now into our Company Award. Guys, this is all about who put on better shows this month? Who was a better company? Who had you more excited? Who put out the Better product, things of that nature. So, in the 24 hours of our poll on our Instagram story, sorry if you're voting now. (laughs) At the time of you know pulling that data, we received 360 total votes. We had 200 in favor of WWE, and we had 160 in favor of AEW. So, a 55 to 45 percentage. So, it's close. Our our fans, our listeners, everything of that nature, our community that we've generated, they are leaning WWE, but very slightly. Who knows? With another 24 hours, what these numbers may have been? Would they be closer? will they be farther apart who the heck knows so with that being said chriselle where are you leaning our listeners are going aew i mean i'm sorry our listeners are going wwe very very slightly where are you going
1: i think and i know this might be a little bit different than what we usually talk about but i do almost want to say wwe because in comparison on the aew factor aew has kind of i feel like in my opinion it started off hot in the beginning of the month but i think as we kind of get into the middle it's kind of falling off for me and personally i feel like some episodes i I don't really care too much in comparison to what they can give us whereas WWE I think it was very town bad and I think I'm seeing a little bit of a come up as far as their quality in WWE it's like a weird fix for my my personal side
0: wow um i think wwe has been down bad and i think they have stayed down bad personally in terms of what the product has given us um because we're talking specifically wrestlemania build at point like honestly if like everything they're doing is a wrestlemania build at this point i am not excited about the card um i'm excited about maybe two matches maybe two matches so i haven't and then the weekly tv hasn't gripped me the way i've wanted it to with aew mind you i do agree with you that in the middle of the month i do think they i don't want to say lost their footing but it wasn't as good as it could be i do agree with With that, but the book ending of the month with great matches in the beginning of the month and then fantastic promos at the end of the month has been enough for me personally to say the product has been better than WWE. I don't think it's been the best it's ever been. I don't think it's been better than every WWE month ever. I don't think so, but I think AEW's book ending of the month has been so good that I've enjoyed it more than I have WWE.
1: I think I'm excited because of the turning point. I kind of and I know with the elimination chamber, we went in already kind of assuming how things were gonna play out and what that means for Wrestlemania but I do think there was a lot of good stuff from there that they got right hmm. that makes me excited for the things that are going forward and the shows following that have been good so I think they've had a great second half of the month and you know it's been what's closest to me so maybe I am biased because that is just what I've freshly seen in compared to what we saw the beginning of the month but I'm siding with the people with this one
0: no so I hear what you're saying I, I just want to say I disagree that I think the chamber didn't give us everything that they didn't get everything right I think they got the men's chamber very wrong very very wrong with how they did it. I agree with that, but I I think, I mean, they got they got Bianca right, right? Like, they got Bianca right. Of course Becky was going to win, so I'm not going to count that. They got the things I say they got right. They got Roman right because they would be stupid enough to do Goldberg. They got Roman right, and they got Bianca. So, I I hear you there.
1: But it's, and not only the Bianca stuff, but also Alexa, the women looked good in their match. However, the men's match, the men's chamber, I do agree that it did fall a little flat, and you did have that Roman, not Roman Reigns. Sorry, he wasn't even in that one. Brock Lesnar coming out and doing, basically murdering everyone everybody that was in the chamber but then you have that spot with austin theory where he does come out looking a little bit better so in that sense like as far as doing what they've decided they were going to do and we already knew they were going to do i'm glad that Austin theory still came out and looked all right
0: you know what um Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I, I think it's. I think you're making fair points, but I don't know. But at the end of the day, I am outnumbered. <laughs> uh, the percentage of our, you know, listeners and everybody out there, they are going with WWE. You are going with WWE. I'm alone, and I'm on the weaker percentage. <laughs> so you know what? Company award this month does go to WWE. I disagree. However, I'm outnumbered. I can't argue in outnumbering. You know, got to go with the masses. So it is what it is. The
1: math is mathing.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. So the company award this month does go to WWE. And finally, guys, the best award possible. We're ending it off with a bang like we always do. The Unexpected Award. The greatest award of all time. What was the moment this month that had us like scratching our heads or like what the heck or where did that come from or what's going on? The backbone
1: of this podcast.
0: Yes, indeedy. Don't be greedy. What is going on with the Unexpected Award this month? We have two nominees. We have the Cody Rhodes situation. I don't even need to get into that. <laughs> Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. Yeah, he left AEW. Um, He's most likely going to WWE. Nothing Something's been confirmed, of course, but...
1: Or he's going to be a stay-at-home dad, which still would be... Wow, I did not see that coming. I mean, yeah, him
0: leaving the company in general. And then, Chriselle, you want to say the other nominee? Because you actually recommended it. The
1: Royal Rumble storyline. I know we kind of knew what was going to happen. However, it happened. And even though it was the thing that nobody wanted to see happen, we have Ronda coming back and winning the Women's Rumble. Then we have Brock losing and then winning the Royal Rumble, which we didn't... I don't know. It's just like that unexpected moment of like, wow, our worst nightmares have finally come true true what is happening and this is like what is building everything up yeah
0: so i mean both of these actually we've gone in depth on both of these topics the royal rumble situation and the cody situation check out those episodes if you want to you know they'll be of course in our feed so just go check them out so where are you leaning because i don't want to get too in depth and keep repeating ourselves we've talked in at length about both of these dedicated darn near whole episodes to both of them so the cody Rhodes situation is wild because of course a founder of aew is gone from the company and potentially going to the biggest competition possible in WWE. And in the Royal Rumble situation with Brock coming in and winning the Rumble, Ronda Rousey returning and winning the Rumble, it was like, what the heck? Um, even though you may have kind of saw it coming, it was still like, whoa. So where are you leaning with those two?
1: I'm going Cody Rhodes because we completely didn't see it coming. We, In one of our episodes, I'd, we were very confident, like, there's no way. Why would he do that? Like complete Confidence. He was not going to leave AEW. And then it happened. And I still remember finding out that news and literally dropping my jaw in disbelief. So I'm going with Cody Rhodes. Rhodes leaving
0: AEW. I 100% agree with you. I think, I know I've said like, oh, it's tight in certain areas. I think this one's a landslide personally. Uh, It's the biggest news of the year so far. Mind you, we're only two months in, but it's the biggest news of the year. It swallowed up the news of Stone Cold Steve Austin returning after 19 years. It swallowed it up. Stone Cold Steve Austin returning news happened about a day or two before. You didn't hear anybody even thinking or talking about it after they heard about the Cody Rhodes news, which tells you how insanely massive it is. And it was. And so we're still waiting for Cody to make his debut. We're still waiting to get the news that Cody has signed. It's more than likely going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. So we're just going to have to see. So our winner of the unexpected award is Cody Rhodes and that entire situation involving his contract and his departure from AEW and potential debut in WWE. So with that being said, that's the end of the award. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And of course, I do want to just do a real quick recap of our winners. So Chriselle, best match. Start us off.
1: Best match, we have Hangman Adam Page versus Lance Archer.
0: Our worst match rerun was Aaliyah versus Natalya.
1: Best promo, we have MJF crying. (laughs) Dynamite. Literally. Our Wrestler of the Month is MJF with a Becky
0: Lynch close second finish.
1: And our company award, because the math was mathing, is
0: WWE. Yes, WWE wins with Chriselle's input and our listeners' input. I disagree, but you know, it is what it is. Let it
1: go. Let it go, It's the fun of
0: it. (laughs) And our unexpected award, like I just said, goes goes to Cody Rhodes and that entire situation. So with that being said, guys, let us know. DM us. Hit us up in the comments. Like, let us know what you think of the awards. Who should have been nominated? Did we miss anybody? Who should have won? Do you disagree? Do you agree with our awards? We want to hear it. We want to know. We love the interaction. And as always, make sure you guys keep up with the podcast on all social medias. We are always going to be here for you guys. Christelle, anything you want to say?
1: Thank you, everybody, and keep on
0: listening. Exactly. And with that being said, guys, peace. Bye.
1: You've been listening to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast with Dustin and Chris Sal. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Leave a review. It better be positive. And keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you at the next show.